man. Hey, hey yo. yo. Is it survey time? Hey, yo. <laughs> What's happening, player? I'll just hang it out, man. Fucking. Yeah. Just getting off work a little while ago. <laughs> just, uh. Yeah, man. Just, uh. Just, yeah, man. Just talking to one of my buddies. <laughs> Can't really say too much about what we're talking about, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, it sounds so that means there's something hectic going on. No, no, not at all. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's gotta change my fucking schedule up to hit up some of these shows, but I can't say where they're at and when mm, they are. International, friend. Oh, speaking of international, <laughs> yeah, what's up? Uh, I had this dude hit me up. Uh, I told you those dudes from Germany hit me up last week or a couple weeks ago, wanted me to uh, give them their phone number so I could get on the WhatsApp with them and yeah. like in this beer drinking group. Well, yeah. I guess. Well, I got a couple new followers on uh, Instagram, and one of them hit me up and happens to be in like one of my favorite bands. <laughs> hey, okay, happens to be. And, uh, yeah, uh, the guitar player from Cruel Force fucking hit me up. Cruel Force. <laughs> Talk about how he loves my video, like, how they love my videos and shit like that. And, like, yeah. if, I ever come out to, like if I ever come out to Germany for a show, I've got a fucking place to stay. <laughs> That's what's up. Nice. Nice. Cruel Force. Yeah, That's like, what's oh, up. Salute. What? That's what's up, man. Listen. Just keep being you. Let, thanks for letting me be myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks for inviting me to this cool party, guys. Sorry if I embarrassed you in front of your friends. <laughs> mm-hmm. Something tells me that they'd either A, defend you, or B, their friends would love you too. I think they would. Yeah. Well, because, no, that's how it was like, because those guys that originally hit me up, I hit him up. I was like, yo, you know, just fucking hit me up. He was like, yeah, I do. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, actually, I do know who hit you up. Yes, uh, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. I'm not mad, man. So yeah, so that Sunday, and then on on Saturday, my fucking refrigerator went out. Oh no! So you had to grill up all the meat. Uh, well, I opened the freezer on Sunday morning. Well, I knew something was fucked up because I got a case of beer on Thursday. I put it in there, and I didn't. I mean, I didn't drink on Thursday. I got a beer out Friday night, and they weren't that cold. And I was like, oh, fuck. Mm. Got up on Saturday morning, opened my freezer to get some ice, and there's deer blood running uh, all down the Had to throw away all this deer meat. <sighs> Big sad. It, it was free, but still. It was still. Yeah, you had plans for that meat. I had some nice plans for that yeah. meat. So what happened to the fridge? It just, just chucked out on you? It had, it had been acting up, like, because uh, like, I normally get, like, I got a liter of water, I'll mm. take the bed with me, freeze, like, half of it before I go to bed, yeah. and fill it up with water. Yeah. Motherfucker, I've been freezing. Mm. Something was up. You know, I was having a conversation um, right before, well, I was charging my phone, but I had my phone to charge, I was having a conversation right before we started recording. Um... And that's a prime example right there. We talked about, and we talk about all the time, all the time, like how much more likable you are. And 
I was digging into why a little bit because, like, you know, I, I was telling this person, like, you know, of course, I know you intimately, right, personally. So I know even within your personal life, not, not to tell any of your business or anything like that, but like in your personal life, there are things that you don't talk about here on the podcast. Um, because on one hand, that's kind of just who our characters are a little bit, but more so like even in your comfort within yourself, you got a little bit of shyness to you. All right. You know what I'm saying? Um, whereas, uh, you know, on my end, I'll talk about love and relationships one minute and then like snowfall the next minute and like white people the next minute. Like you'll never know. There's a spectrum here, right? And so the lack of the lack of filter with topics makes me a little more polarizing. Whereas on your end, you know, keeping with the kayfabe and keeping with your natural sensibilities, you're just a rip roaring, righteous, relatable American. Yeah, brother. You know what I'm saying? Those were just relatable American problems right there. My goddamn fridge went out. <laughs> and my fucking deer meat, you know how much deer meat I had at <laughs> freezer? I had to get all that gut. It was free, but fuck it. I had plans for that meat. Goddamn venison. You know what I'm saying? Prime example. Prime example right there. The relatability of Ren. Um, I love it, man. I'm sorry. That every once in a while. Yeah, you know, everybody freeze your craps out. Just good old American problems. You know what I'm saying? Everybody that had deer blood in their freezer at one point or another. I love yeah. it. I love yeah, it, man. Yeah. I got to, uh, yeah, my fault for holding this up, man. I, uh, putting out fires, dog. Yeah, yeah, what, what's out up? fires. Heavy is the head that fits the do-rag, my guy. Trying to get my staff right. Um, so when this drops... You know, the, the, the fire isn't put out. The mess has been fixed, um, or at least rather the effects of the mess are are in effect by the time this drops. But uh, nah, man, uh, had a DJ who already was having issues. He had to drop out of his Saturday show. Um, family issues. He had to drop out of his Friday show. Um, kind of late in the night for me to be making emergency calls, but... I couldn't wait till the next day because then I'd just been way later to wait. So I was waiting on uh, waiting on some calls uh, to come back to me. Get those squared away. I had to clean up a fire uh, in the name of business and people's weddings and shit because heavy is the head that, that fits the do-rag. So I had to get a little creative. Um, as of right now, everything is smooth because, uh, you know, problem solving, man. Time, man, problems. Time, man, problems. Um, dog, I had the top man problem, a problem this Saturday. Y'all want to hear all about this shit? Yeah, like, what the fuck? I had enough, you know, when I, when I have a certain number of shows I have to assign, I make it a point to not put myself on one. <laughs> because I'm the last line of defense, right? Um, and if somebody needs some gear, I can run some gear out to them. But... You know, I had one DJ, she filled in the show for me on last Friday, had to fuck around filling the show for me this Saturday because one of my other DJs, uh, his car was broken into. God damn. Um, tire slashed and a, and a window busted out. That uh, wasn't just a random break-in. Well, apparently it was. Well, th- you know what, the tire slashing makes me think it wasn't. But apparently, like, three other cars got busted into that night in the parking lot. Tire slash two? 
I don't know about the tire slashing, but that's why I'm like, oh, maybe they, you know. You remember how, uh, you remember the DC sniper? Yeah. Like, he had one target, but he shot a whole bunch of other niggas to keep people off the scent. <laughs> this, like, it's not funny. It's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> but maybe, maybe he was a target, and it was like, yo, just fuck up other people's thing. So I, they had to fill in that thing. So, cool, more crisis averted, right? So I had this one Deej who, uh, like, kept hitting me up throughout the day. Now, I told him, like, yo, if you need me, call me. But, like, the sheer number of calls I was getting from this one Deej, I'm like, fuck, you must be, like, fucking this up, right? And it's bad enough I have to rely on people. Like, I'm just not, in my life, I'm just not used to having to rely on people. But uh, midway, they're probably, like, two, three hours into their show. And they called me up and uh, told me how they, 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 they injured themselves, physically injured themselves. And I can hear the pain. I can hear the pain in their voice. Because, listen, I saw your face. I, I feel you. I can hear the pain in their voice, but I'm like, listen are, you sh- listen, are you sure you can't tough this out? Are you sure? They were sure. I'm like, listen, it's going to be a minimum two hours before I get there. I had to run get my suit. I had to change into my suit. And I had to drink that drive. So, fuck it. I pull up. I walk right to my DJ. Bung, bung, bung. Get the haps on the snaps. And I uh, take over the rest of the day. The thing is, they were in dinner time. So, which is a great time to make that transition. They were, they were in the middle of dinner. And I introduced myself. Hey, I'm Juve. I'll be your DJ for the rest of the night. Now, I've gotten like... When I introduce myself, I've gotten people who clapped before, but the way that they applauded, uh, they like, they, dog, they were giving it to me. Uh, and in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm like, oh, damn, thanks, guys. But further back of my mind, I'm like, yo, I got to fucking fire this DJ. I already know. Yeah. Because they are clapping too hard. They're thinking, thank God. Exactly. Who oh, is this, right? <laughs> So we get through the night. I kill it. I kill it. I'm, I'm past the point of having a bad show. I mean, it is what it is. Um, kill it. And now it's in this barn. So wooden walls. And so wood, like the Allstate Arena, wooden ceilings, the sound, the acoustics are great. I'm wrapping up chords and I can hear the groom talking to one of his guys. And I'm just listening. I'm on my dick right now. So, <laughs> listeners, there's plenty of dick if you want to hop on it too. Ren, I'm on my dick right now. So, he's telling the story of a story being told to him. He goes, yeah, man. So-and-so says he he pulled up. He slammed his door. He threw on his suit jacket and, like, power walked into the into the spot and it just took over. <laughs> and I, dog, I'm on my dick. Like, ah, oh, then are oh, you talking about me? He's talking- <laughs> looking for Adam to give him like the finger gun. Like, I didn't yeah. even I didn't even sell it. I didn't even sell it. I just kept rapping chords like I couldn't even hear it, dog. Cause I I didn't realize how epic the transition was. I realized I walked in that bitch and started taking over, like head high with all these strangers and shit. I feel like the wolf from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> I felt like they called in the wolf 
and I had I had to clean up all the brain fragments and shit um, off the fucking seat. I fired that DJ a couple days ago. I bet. Yeah, How'd that I, go? Easy. Pretty yeah. easy. They know. The thing is, this was their second show. Their oh, first, the first show. Good. They... they <laughs> I'm have to get him a little bit of money back. Ugh. Yeah. So. <clears throat> you offer more than what you did last time, right? I don't even remember how much it was, but I'm gonna have to figure it out. I'm gonna have to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna give him a gift card to like a fucking I don't know <laughs> Walmart. Yeah, like, has anybody ever gave you like finger guns? <laughs> no, it's very rare. M- maybe, maybe it happened to me like a week ago. And I was like, "Hold up, <laughs> <laughs> just... this motherfucker just gave me some finger guns, bro." <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you one. I'll give you one gun, like a little point, like yeah, bow. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I gave it to Doom. What was the context man. like? You give him extra like, oregano. <laughs> it was like it was, yeah, it was just like passing dude like walking out of the liquor store and he was must have been having a good night or something. I don't know. No, he saw them chops. <laughs> there was one yeah. thing I did <laughs> there was one thing I did recently and I felt like a shit bag for it, but it's something that I always do. I uh so sometimes I like to put my hands together and you know what I'm saying, you quick little yeah I mean, right? Like prayer y- y'all have to see like prayer hands and look like a little half bow, you know what I'm saying? Well, I did it to an Asian person <laughs> like a couple days ago. They were talking about, is that a show? They said something, and I just, white instinct, I just pray hands, little bow. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh. Did you it's bow like, back? No, they didn't bow back. I hope they didn't. I hope they didn't. It's like when a white girl says gracias at a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> like, like that definitive man fucking meme. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I felt I felt awful. I felt I felt awful. Um, accidental rudeness. I'm pulling up the card. Uh, accidental rudeness. That is hilarious, man. Um, otherwise, man, not a lot shaking. Not a lot shaking. Uh, I'm realizing I'm bougier than I even realized before. Um, and I realized it because I I was hanging with my lady. And she was ordering some body butter for me. And yeah, body butter. Like a year ago, I stopped fucking with wash rags and shower gloves now. You know what I'm saying? I got four different brushes for my hair. <laughs> fucking. I've been using the same one for like three. <laughs> See? There, you know what I'm saying? And we get through it and. Here's what's going to kill me, right? I died laughing. She was like, so like, because I couldn't find it where I got it before. And she was like, so, okay, what's the name of the company? What's the name of the company? And I'm sitting there, I'm like, uh, uh, Kiwi Botanicals. <laughs> and we hey, just. Man, if it works, it works. And it fucking works. And then we find it. It's got like Manuka honey. And da 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 da. There's one that's just for dry skin, but there's one for stressed skin. Stressed skin. And she's like, you know what? I love the stuff that you're bougie about. <laughs> like, we all have our things. I love what you're bougie about. 
So in that vein, Ren, is there anything that you're specifically bougie about that like you like it has to be this or nothing else? I mean like I dude, I don't even know. Like maybe my Budweiser. True. <laughs> we all got like, things, We got things we're particular about. I mean like I don't like I don't think so, man. I mean yeah. like I mean like there's like a company like for like beard like balm and shit like that that I use but like I don't really think like I don't think it's like I don't know like I would never think of it as like like bougie yeah. I don't know <laughs> say say it again bougie <laughs> how do you say it I mean that is kind of bougie though in a sense that particular particular is probably a better word for it like it may not I was about to I was actually gonna say that next. <laughs> What a callback. The Duke Cannon. The big ass bar. So. <laughs> now I was going to say. Because you know. Sometimes you come across something. That, like you can't substitute it for less. You know. Um, you said. What is it? Beard balm. Yeah. It's like. Uh, it's like a wax. It's not a. It's not like a. It's not as thick as wax. Mm. But, like it's just shit. You rub in like your. Yeah, yeah, and like I, I don't even really need it anymore because I don't really have a full ass beard. Like, ah, uh, you got the chops. Yeah, like, yeah, that's it. Like, this shit's lasting me a whole lot fucking longer now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like a, a picture of me with like a full ass beard. Like, I don't even think I can ever go back to like a full ass. beard. Really? You over that? Yeah, dude. Like the shit I'm rocking now, pretty tight. So, I don't know, man. You know, I was watching the uh, Shawn Michaels Diesel WWE Untold today. And they were talking about how, like, when you grow your hair out, how it comes to where, like, when the sides start growing, it get, it kind of becomes just like this little curly mess. And mm-hmm. so they just cut it. So Sean, yeah. My- so sh- yeah, so Sean Michaels didn't realize he was rocking a mullet for like three years. Fucking, hey, he was. You know what I'm saying? And that kind of makes me think of like your facial hair, like when it starts, to, when the rest grows in, like it's kind of almost too late now. Yeah. Kanye's gotta, I gotta, gotta I rock with it. Once a week. I hate doing that shit. It's so fucking annoying. Yeah. Fuck, <laughs> I went to the store today and I forgot to get new razors. Fuck! Oh, see? If I have a son, like, I hope he can't grow a beard just like his daddy. I hope he can grow, like, the biggest beard. Why would you put world. me in that position? <laughs> Why would you put me in that position? Because I gotta teach him how to shave. I've never shaved my damn self. I mean, it's not hard. It's not. It's... Like, what I look I like know. cutting myself for the first time at 38. Just got to get that shit real hot. And, yeah. And, I mean, like, I don't know, dude. Like, sometimes I'll get some bumps, like, as soon as I get done shaving, like, yep. after I hit the strip. Mm-hmm. But then, like, I'll put, like, because I use, like, some super sensitive ass, like, edge fucking mm-hmm. shaving cream. Mm-hmm. I'll put some shaving cream up on that shit as soon as, it gets, like, as, soon as that shit pops up. Yeah kind of goes away i don't know kind of like like, kind of like toothpaste to the uh to a pimple yeah yeah it dries it out i don't know i never realized that yeah man no doubt no doubt no doubt ah my son shaving and being a better shaver than his daddy i uh i was catching up on i finally caught up on this is us i know this is the audience for this is us um i was like three episodes behind and shit and then there was uh, some stuff that made me think, along with like a conversation I've, I'd been having with my lady 
or conversations I'd have with my lady, but we had a conversation today. Um, I got some texts to send out about like the idea of like, like how you know that the one is the one. Yeah, I sent a text out to one of my guys. He hit me with a you know some text. I got to reread them, and then I sent one out to his wife because uh, I wanted a female perspective. Even though men and women female perspective, men and women perspectives are mad different on love and stuff or whatever. Um, she hit me with like five text messages of how she knew and shit. And is that a thought of yours at all ever? Right now, I don't think so. Yeah, because there's no candidate, or not to not to yeah. put, put you all the way out. No, there. no, you're fine. No, no, you're fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, like that, and like fuck, dude. Like, I've got so much cool shit coming up this summer. Like, yeah. I got like, hey, we're not going over to so and so's house for fucking some bullshit on a Sunday afternoon, right? Some bullshit bonfire. <laughs> you yeah. know, I don't gotta ask permission to do nothing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? True. I like that. And the yeah. shit that I like, most chicks don't like. So it's like shotgun and beers. Do I gotta, do I gotta and drag no. you to this fucking show, and if I do, <laughs> do I gotta stand next to you the whole fucking time? True. <laughs> but it's this thing too. Like most shit that women like, you probably don't like either, because we just don't yeah. like. You know what I'm saying? Compromise and shit. We, uh, me and my lady had a conversation, and I and listen. Gotta say, I appreciate it on this one. You know, we had talked about, like, if she ever feels like, you know, when you choose somebody, there's certain things that you have to compromise on in the sense that, like, what if she was looking for, like, a six foot six dude who makes six figures and, like, looks like John Mayer? You know what I'm saying? I am none of those things. What if I wanted this, that, and the third? So we talked about, you know, if you feel like there's certain things you're missing out on or compromising on. Um, but then, you know, we even got into the, the, uh, the, the evil within men. And, um, how, (laughs) how dope, (laughs) how, how dope it is to put it on a woman specifically. Yes. Um, let it out. Yeah. Let it out. Let it out. Um, And just not necessarily the idea of like, we've talked about like the difference between men and women stepping out on their partners and why one is, why, yeah, yes. Why one is worse than the other. You know what I'm saying? And of course there's always exceptions, you know? Yes. Yes. When a woman steps out, it's a reflection of her lack of love for her man, but there's exceptions to that. And when a guy steps out, it's just because he wants to throw dick on some random chick. Because have you ever made love to a woman before? It's fire. And there are some exceptions and dudes who, who you know what I'm saying, who 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 leave their situation. Um, but yeah, you know, I had to tiptoe around it, but she let me talk about that evil. You know what I'm saying? Really well. We, we good. Yeah, we still good. We still good. <laughs> We still good. Um, I've been blowing my nose. It's not blood. It's just I got a cold. Yeah, she pops you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just got a cold. I got a little bit of a cold. Um, but yeah, gotta gotta appreciate the ability to have those conversations. Um, you know, we talked about 
you know what that would feel like from her perspective from a woman's perspective like like you know i still have an ego you know what i'm saying like like yeah you, i may be your heart and this that and the third but like you still throwing dick on a woman like that that doesn't that's not a good thing i'm like yeah no doubt <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, word. Tight. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, word. Good talk. I guess. Ah, uh, yeah. Great. Well, well since you put it like that. <laughs> right, right. Well, you put it that way. <laughs> oh, damn, it's a bad thing? Oh. Oh, I never thought of it like that. Damn. Girl, that's why we had these conversations. Look at us communicating. Oh my god, yeah, man. So shout out to uh, the ability to have those conversations. Um, I used to say this. Uh, yeah, I, I would somewhat say this all the time. Like, like you ever made love to a woman now? And she was leaving. Stop fucking asking me that. Like, <laughs> listen, I'm just saying you should try. It's tight. It's tight. It's pretty tight. Uh, one of my favorite things. I was listening to one of our recent episodes, and we said something about premarital. It was the the uh, it's in the goddamn book. We talked yeah. about Easter and shit. We talked about premarital sex and how it's our favorite kind of sex. <laughs> I just <laughs> lost it, lost it. Well, like you can't have premarital sex if you don't ever get if married. If you don't so ever I mean, get logic. married, logic, <laughs> logic. It's my favorite, my favorite kind of sex. Um. Yeah, man. I wanted to talk about this. Um, I didn't want to include it in the wrestling stuff, even though it's wrestling news, but I wanted to talk about this. We've, uh, you know, throughout the course of the last year or so, we've talked about the difference between Matt Riddle and Velveteen Dream. How uh, Matt Riddle was uh, accused of of uh, sexual misconduct, sexual indecencies and when he's on television, you know, fans the, the the social media outcry is not there. Whereas anytime Velveteen Dream is on television, also accused of sexual misdeeds, misconduct, um it's hashtag fire Velveteen Dream. Well, these people got their wish as uh, last week Velveteen Dream was released from his contract. Um, that sucks. That sucks. We've talked about how highly we, we held him in regard. Um, it was a combination of Prince meets Rick Rude versus Shawn uh, meets Shawn Michaels. And just it, it, it the sky was the limit for homie. Mm-hmm. Sky was the limit for homie. Um, what were your initial thoughts when you saw he was released? I mean, like, I like, I, I still just don't understand it all, really. Just, I mean, like, because they said they didn't fucking find anything, and yeah. I mean, what, like, they're still working with Matt Riddle. Yeah. You know, like, they're still in court and shit, aren't they? I mean, this is still an ongoing yeah. thing. Yes, it is. So, I mean, and they, and I mean, WWE even said there was nothing there. 
with Velveteen Dream. Right. But they're still going to court with Matt Riddle. And he's in a rather high-level storyline right now on Raw with one of the most high-level guys there is to be in a story with. Against some of the other high-level guys in the New Day, yeah. So, yeah, no, I don't... I, I mean, I don't know what the fuck is going on with all that. Yeah. I think it's shitty. Yeah, yeah. You know, we talked a lot about it in, in you know, before. Um, I mean, listen, yeah, I mean, y'all know I won't shy away from it. I think the at least the, not the WWE aspect of it, but the response from fans online, um, you can't help but look at the racial connotations to it. Um <laughs> Matt Riddle was in a prominent spot. Jordan Devlin was in a prominent spot on NXT, and he had his own uh, his own allegations. Um, but when Velveteen Dream was on television, there was this outcry, this 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 roar of fire. Velveteen Dream. Uh, we talked about how you know black celebrities um, don't get the same level of forgiveness. Um, as 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 a counterparts, uh, a Chris Brown, a James Brown, not so much a James Brown because that's more of a generational thing. But like a Chris Brown, a Bill Cosby um, versus a Ben Roethlisberger, um, or a Velveteen Dream versus Matt Riddle. Um, so it sucked to see that because Sky was the limit for homie. Sky was a limit for homie. He had there was so much potential there to to be an all time great. Still got a chance to get on something. Yeah. I think he does. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, like, and especially if everything comes out, like, legit, that there's nothing there. Yeah. Why the fuck wouldn't he? Because the accusation is always louder than the fucking acquittal. Yeah, I know. I, no, I know that. Yeah. But, like, I mean, like, it's the whole, like, the whole thing with Matt Riddle. Like, Matt Riddle, like, they're still going to court over this. Like, yeah. they're still having to file restraining orders and all this yeah. shit. Yeah. And don't get it confused, listeners. I'm not calling for Matt Riddle's release. Um, I, I'm, I'm not calling for that. Two very same situations. And you see how they were handled, same, you know. I mean, same time. Yeah. And, you know, I guess I chalk it up to kind of like a Lars Sullivan situation to where, like, the outcry was so large that maybe they just didn't have a choice in it. Uh, regardless of how much was right and how much was wrong. Like, the outcry with Lars Sullivan and all his shit that he did, um, some morally fucked up and some just a little off the beaten path. Um, the outcry was so heavy. Velveteen Dream's outcry was so heavy. Matt Riddle's outcry, not so much. To where they could, exactly, exactly. Um, So that sucks. Um, But but Patrick Clark, the man behind the Velveteen Dream um, persona, he released a statement uh, a couple days after his release, a rather a really in depth statement that you know told the whole story from his side of it, told the whole story from his side of it. What do you think about the statement itself? I was supposed to read it again, and I never got around to it. Yeah, I only read it. I only read it the once myself. Um, but just off your initial reading, what you how'd you feel? I mean, he put it all out there, you yeah. know. And yeah. I mean, there were some people saying, "I was like, why didn't you put it out there any sooner?" I was like, "Well, I don't know. I don't think you really needed to." If you got a major corporation telling the world there's nothing, there's nothing what there, then what more can you say? 
right? Because yeah. uh, what the fuck? You're going to get questioned about it everything every time you say something about it, so there's no point to. And what the fuck was he going to say anyway? Yeah, I did it. Yeah. Right? Like, any statement that he said outside of his specific statement was just going to be, no, I didn't do it. So, like, what kind of statement exactly was he supposed to say? Um, and I know, you know, under the idea of protecting kayfabe that he didn't say anything that wouldn't go along with the character. Um, what I didn't like, though, I saw people talking about, like, the character being a reason why he would do shit like that. I've seen that, too. Like, how are you that, part? Like, I seen that he was so like they thought that he was so deep into the character. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you good. That he was so deep into his character that that they could totally see it happening just from his character. And it's like, 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 y'all are the reason. Like, this is the reason why we have some of the worst fans. <laughs> this is the reason why we don't like you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't be such. You can't claim to be such a smart fan, and then somehow take this man's character which is a combination of prince and rick rude prince especially they must not have ever seen prince or rick rude you know what i'm saying and say that that's just what uh, it's that shit sucks that shit sucks i was saddened by it I'm, i was saddened by the whole thing i was more saddened once i read the statement because you could tell this is someone who'd had his dream taken from him no pun intended like he had his entire world taken from him based on and that's if everything he said was 100% true maybe I'm biased in the situation but I mean again his company that he worked for came and said listen there's nothing there's nothing here um it was sad to see and and I hope that I hope you know I, I hope the dream isn't isn't over I hope the dream isn't over I hope he can get you know get back and, and keep fulfilling that aspect I mean what 25 he's 25 years old Somewhere around there. Pretty 20, young dude. Yeah, like, that's... You're in the midst, the thick of your dream, and then just to be taken away from you. It ain't like he retired. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like he had a full 25-year career. Like, you know. So that sucks to see. That sucks to see. Um, Otherwise, man, that was all on my dock. Anything else on your heart, my guy? No, that's about it, man. Yeah, man. Well, hey, let's get it started, man. Let's get pushed. I want to thank y'all for pressing play on episode 115 of the Hard Camera THCCXV. And I am your guy, your guy, Juve, J U V, just under your visual. And I'm sitting here with my tag team partner, <clears throat> Big Ren, the legendary. And together we are the two-man power trip. Big Ren, let him know I can reach you on the social medias, my guy. You got it, Migo. Motherfuckers want to find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok now. Look up uh, a motherfucker, A underscore M-A-A-F-H-U-C-K-A. I'm also on Snapchat. If you want to find me on there, you can find me on Snapchat at MoffedUp316, M-A-A-F-F-H-H. D-U-P-316. Check it out. Yes. Hit me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvie Desayuno. That's J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the show page. Me and Big Ren on the show page on Twitter and the Instagrams at 
the hard camera. Who would have thunk it? Live coverage, live witticisms, whatnot, here to forth, etc., and things of that nature. But above all else, you're listening to us on a variety of different platforms. Some are listening on Spotify. Some are listening on Anchor. Some are listening on Google Podcasts. Some are listening on Breaker. Some, shout out to our friends down under, are listening on Radio Public. But wherever you're listening, heartwarming content, heart-building content. Content that, you know, got a little evil in it, but, you know, you're still our heart. Content that will hopefully help us pay our bills. Uh, Big Ren. I'm excited for this one, my guy. Yes. AEW Double or Nothing 2021. We've got a stacked card. But before we get to the card, let's update the listeners on how we're doing thus far. One card down. Big Ren is sitting at 5 of 6 for 83.33%. You got Juve is sitting at 6 of 6 for 100%. We just started. I am not comfortable in my lead. It's the second show of the year. So sure. I'll. No time to be cocky. No time to be cocky at all. So I won't even. We'll have at it. Have at it. Good old American problems. Big Ren, on paper, how you uh, how you feeling about AEW Double or Nothing? I'm stoked for the card. Not stoked for Bleacher Report. Last time we had (laughs) fucker. True. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to this one big time. Yeah, Uh, big time. So I'm looking forward to seeing how they do the stadium stampede this year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. Fans be there. Say it again. Uh, were they, talk- they were talking about maybe having fans be up in there. They're thinking more of a live aspect because last year's stadium stampede was all taped. Yes. So with the fans there now, I think they're going to add in more of a yeah, more of a, a live aspect of it all, which I'm down for. Anything you down yeah. for. I got a couple homies going to be there. So. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, actually, you know what? I might have a homie going to be down there, too. I need to shoot him a little message. See what's up. Yeah, ching I like it. Let's get started, man. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine matches. I'm pretty much decided on most of them. I think there's a couple I'm kind of shaky on, but we'll, we'll we'll talk our way through those. Um, uh, let's start here though, man. Let's go with, uh, the, the USA versus the UK. Uh, we have the American dream, Cody Rhodes taking on Anthony Ogogo. Uh, talk to me, my guy. You see us going. Uh, I don't know. I feel like anytime they have a outsider like this, with such a name come up in here, uh, he's going to win the motherfucker. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. Now, I know he is technically part of the roster. So, there's that aspect. Say again. They can't just have him lose on this first go. I mean, I don't know. Say again. Dude can't see out of one of his eyes, though, too. All them them right hooks to the face. Beats the face. (laughs) You know, I'm kind of stuck on this one because there's the feel-good aspect. Of, you know, Cody Rhodes taking it over after he got draped with the Union Jack. That promo he dropped. Golly. Like, I can't I can't stress it enough. That promo he dropped a couple weeks back was amazing. Um, 
I I could totally see like the bit of a swervish ending of you know Cody Rhodes winning in like a uh, a, a high spirited affair where Anthony Gogo looks good. Um, uh oh, pardon. <laughs> Got a little cold here. I muted that so you guys didn't get to hear it. Got a little cold because that's the price of love. Uh, yeah, it'll get you sick physically. Um, I'm gonna go Anthony Gogo myself. I'm gonna go that way too. Um, a Gogo. I mean, it's Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes is the Cody Rhodes of AEW, and Cody's at a place where, well, for one, he exists in his own world in AEW. Like, there's there's the AEW universe, and there's kind of there's, there's Cody Rhodes universe in AEW. Say again. Cody's world. Yeah, right? So, yeah, he'll be fine with the loss and putting over somebody new. I'm I'm that ah, I'm not fully convinced. But I'm going to go with a go-go. He's going to use him hands. Going to put put the paws on Cody, bust him ribs up. I'm with it. Let's uh hey Junior. Junior. Hey Junior. We'll talk later. We'll talk later. Uh, up next, we've got Sting and Darby Allen taking on Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. Talk to me. And this motherfucker is live too. It's live, live. Uh, this is like this is a scary one, honestly. Yeah, it's not so cut and dry. No, oh, and like just the the fact. I mean, Sting's age, his previous injuries, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, listeners, man. keep in fact, keep in mind, guys, that uh, the Go Home Show of AEW Dynamite was not on Wednesday, so the Go Home Show has not even occurred yet as we speak, um, as it got preempted due to the NBA playoffs. So um, actually, tonight, uh, the Go Home Show will be tonight after the NBA playoffs. But uh, go ahead, Ren. I'm gonna say that Sting and Darby lose this one. Ooh, going with a uh, Paige and Sky. Yeah. What? Uh... I mean that when they fucking toss Darby down the stairs. In <laughs> and yeah, it's just I don't know. Like I don't know. I mean, they got to They got to take the loss. I don't know. I mean, I did think... you see where? Did you see where? Uh, even Darby was talking about he was excited to lose the TNT title. I did not see that. No. Yeah. What? So he could focus on busting ass with him. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that. I like that in him. Kind of. I like that in him. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm so fifty fifty on this. Ethan and Scorpio, them being a new team, like they would need the win more than Sting and Darby. Right. Darby. I mean, they threw Darby down a flight of stairs. Sting is fifty nine hundred years old. Um, fifty nine hundred and one. Um, I'm not confident in this. I'm not confident in this. However, it being a live audience, and it being, and maybe this is like WWE logic, and this ain't them, but it being a live audience and Sting's return to a live audience, I'm gonna go with Sting and Darby. See, like, I don't know, man. Like, 
can't just you can't just. I mean, I know they didn't throw Sting down the stairs. <laughs> down the stairs and come and lose a match. Like, yeah. I yeah. don't know. It's tough. I mean, you man. can. But yeah. You got to beat the fuck up for it. Yeah, like you got to face some of that. You gotta you gotta get some retribution for that. Like you're not just gonna throw me down some stairs. You know, so you threw me down a flight of stairs, like. Yeah, and I know Darby Allen and Ethan Page have history in prior prior companies, so that's that's a pre-existing story. Uh, of course, not prevalent, not not aware to to everyone. I didn't know that until they talked about it uh, in that promo before he got thrown down a flight of stairs. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna roll with I'm gonna roll with Sting and Darby. Not confidently, I could see it going literally either way. Um, I think I'm gonna go with the nostalgia aspect of. Of the crowd, the live crowd, and uh, getting Sting and win in front of them. But who knows? Throw my hands up. They're playing my song. Um, let's go with this, man. Let's go with the Casino Battle Royale. Um, we got 20 names already mentioned. Um, I'm not going to go through all 20 names. And then one mystery name. Um, let's have some fun. Who do you think the mystery name will be? Uh, you go ahead. <laughs> I just thought to ask that question four seconds before I asked it. I've got no idea. <laughs> no idea. Because a lot of, uh, we can't really think about WWE cast-offs because a lot of them have 90-day no-compete clauses. Stan and Brian have a 90-day no-compete clause? You think they would, ooh, you think they assign him? You think he, You think they could land him? I mean, it's, I, I, I'm not trying to diss any other company, but yeah. why would he go with any other company besides AEW? Uh, well, he's got a lot of history in ROH. Um, I it's could see... Like, he'd be on TV at 1 a.m. at the bar. Right. But, you know, the thing with Daniel Bryan is that I don't think he... I don't think he start him anymore. As much, as much. I think for him, it's just about the wrestling and being able to wrestle all these different... T- these. Touch all these different bodies that he hasn't gotten to touch before, right? Because he's been in that WWE umbrella for literally 10 years, right? 11 years. Um, I think he's got the 90-day, too. The 90-day no-compete. Because I, I thought about that. I thought about that, too. The 90-day. Uh, maybe maybe it's Adnan Verk. Nah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Seven weeks. My man was on Raw for seven episodes. And they was like, you know, listen, this ain't going to shake, homie. Beat it. Did you ever listen to him? Little Bits and pieces, a little bit. Wasn't there. Well, he had had no experience broadcasting, um, especially broadcasting wrestling. Well, and, like, and that's not his fault. Right. Like, I, mean, I don't even know why. I don't know if he applied for the job. Right. Well, it's, the, it's WWE's fault for wanting those outside names because you see who they filled it up with, like another MMA broadcaster. I forgot his name. I didn't even see it, but he, a, a guy who broadcasts MMA. Like I thought I thought the dude that just got fired was a baseball announcer. Adnan Verk? Yeah. He, I think he did a, a, a few different sports. Or maybe I'm getting it confused with the new guy. I know the new guy is an MMA broadcaster. You might be right about Adnan, though. Um, yeah, being a, being a baseball broadcaster. But, I mean... Let wrestling guys do wrestling things. Yeah. Novel idea. Put Pat McAfee on fucking both Raw and SmackDown. Why not? Fuck 
fucking fan. He's doing. He, I mean, you know, he's a fan. Cool. Yeah. Don't villainize fans for being fans of your shit. Yeah. Don't let don't don't make people feel stupid for caring for you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? At the heart of it all. So, um, I have no idea who the mystery person could be. Um, is there an AEW talent that's been injured that we're missing? Joey Janela. Yeah, he hasn't been on TV in a while. No. Um, hey, I was like, I have no fucking idea what's going on with that dude. Yeah, we haven't seen Sunny Kiss in a while. As as I now that I think about it, I don't think either one of those names are like. Well, then again, they had Matt Seidel as a as a damn uh, mystery name, so maybe it doesn't have to be. Who knows? Who knows? Um, how you see this going, my man? Do they give it to Christian? I think so. Yeah, me too. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's either it's either like Christian or Jungle Boy. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And that would be think, listen. That'd be a good look. I think it has to be those two in the finals. Yeah. I think it should be. Yeah. I'm going with Christian Cage, too. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to go with Christian Cage. I wouldn't be mad if Jungle Boy won. Right. Right. But, yeah, I think they're going to give it to Christian. I am, too. So much so that I didn't even memorize the other 20 names. Um, Crept through them just a little bit ago. Yeah. You know, outwork everyone, right? Um, Oh, I just got a text. Oh, my God. I just got a text from one of my guys. Oh, I'm excited. I talked to one of our guys um, yesterday and the day before, and uh, Don Juan, fuck it, talked to Don Juan, and it had been a few months since we talked. Every time we talk, he's got a new interesting story. Oh, man. Every time we talk, and I'll tell you off mic what he's up to now, but I just got a text. I had linked up him with one of my guys uh, when I was in a city I used to live in, and then once I left, they got super tight. And I hadn't talked to my guy. He just texted me like, yo, gotcha. And I'm like, yo, so I'm excited. I'm sorry. <laughs> that shit, I just, yeah, dude. Oh, I'm excited. That's my that's my guy, guy. Um, Anyway, sorry. Yes, Christian Cage. Um, Outwork everyone. And what a better way than to outwork 20 different guys. Um, And plus, it's a match that they already teased. I think we have the same feelings as far as the, the world championship match, but it's a match they already teased. Um, Christian Cage and Kenny Omega. Um, so yeah, it'd be cool to see that come to fruition and, and not be so like convoluted way to get there, right? So maybe not headlining a pay per view because I got some ideas for their next pay per view. But you know, a, a special episode of Dynamite. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. So let me jot that down. Um, we're both going with Christian Cage. And now the next match. Christian Cage's brother or cousin or something. Brian Cage taking on Hangman Adam Page. Uh, his brother, Ethan Page, was in a match earlier in the night. Or cousin or whatever. Say it again. How many pages we got? I swear, man. Diamond Dallas, I think, is a special ref for one of these matches. Yeah, might as well be. I'm saying. Man, Hangman's, hangman's got to get Hangman's got to get this one. Mm. Brian Cage beat piss out of him. I did see well, the piss. It wasn't, it wasn't terrible ass whooping, but 
I mean, Hangman's Hangman's my fucking favorite wrestler in AEW, and that that me me him just being my fucking favorite wrestler does not mean that he should win. Obviously, I feel you. But he should no. I think Hangman should get his up and ups on this one. Yeah, no, I feel that. Uh, me too. Me too. Um, this is just one of those perfect mid card matches that have its own that has its own uh, importance to it, but. Team Taz has it just always feels like an afterthought. Yeah. But also, Hangman is a star. Like, he's a star in the making that they're taking their time with. Um, I What's the next AEW pay-per-view? Is that All Out? No, no, it's, yeah, it's All Out. All Out, so that'll be in August? No, that's in, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's the next, but it's the next one. Yeah. Um... You know, Hangman Anna Page was the number one contender for a while. And then he fell because of this Brian Cage attack. We 1,000% have to get Hangman Adam Page versus Kenny Omega for the championship. We We have to. It's a natural progression in their story. They split. They, they, they parted ways. Kenny's a fucking... Listen... I've been on the Kenny's an asshole wave. Before he officially turned asshole, I was on the Kenny is an asshole wave. Listeners, go back a year ago. Kenny's an asshole. And he needs to get punched in the mouth. He needs to get punched in the mouth. He's just a talented asshole. Perfect man to punch him in the mouth is Hangman. Man. Yes, sir. So I, I we gotta get Hangman Page and Kenny Omega for the championship at all out. Um and we'll talk about that in three months when it gets there. But or even full gear, because did you see the rumored place for full gear? Is it city I live in? Mm-hmm. Mm, That's six months though. I don't think they can wait six months for that, right, Ken? Or maybe it's the rematch. Or, you know, who knows? Big man wins it. Hey, I ain't mad. I ain't mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on down, dog. Yeah, you know I mean. Yeah, I mean, um, but yeah, I see that too. Um, Hangman Page getting his getting his uh, his victory over Brian Cage. Um, are they gonna do anything with Team Taz? Like, really do anything with Team Taz? And maybe his son will quit. Uh, like, you guys are a bunch of fucking losers, right? Right. <laughs> There's so much potential there, right? Brian Cage. The FTW Championship is just a belt, right? Powerhouse Hobbs. I think the star though. I think the star is uh is Ricky Ricky Starks. Pretty Ricky what they call him. I think that's the real star there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's a star there. Pretty Ricky what they call him. Um so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how that goes, man. But yeah, Hangman on the page and over over Brian Cage in a, in a rather serviceable fight. Um Team Taz, if they try to get involved, I mean they'll just be neutralized by the dark order. So, they don't take two hours to come out. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit, you know. Um, pushing forward, the first of our four championship matches. Four of them. All four titles on the line. For the AEW Women's Championship, we have the champion Hikaru Shida taking on Britt Baker. DMD. I was worried you going to say it. You know, I hesitated. I did. But I was just building drama. I think it's time. You think so? It's time. Mm, 
Chinga. I think it's time. Then we get unseated. One million percent. Yes. Um, you know, again, listeners, I hate to pat myself on the back, pat ourselves on the back, but go back and listen. A consistent theme throughout our shows, our AEW shows, is that Britt Baker is next. Britt Baker got they've been positioning Britt Baker, putting her in a position of to rise up the card, rise up the champion since she was a babyface. Since she was a babyface. Um, Hikaru Shida has been on top for a year. Salute. She has held this on her back. Um, but this is where this match is where, you know, the, 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 the complaint about AEW women's divisions that they haven't had any storylines. And my thought was always the championship is its own storyline. Yes. But Britt Baker has been the clear drama queen of the women's division. The whole time. The whole time. So Karushita, she's been the champion. She's she Nyla Rose. Um everyone she's fought. Japanese talent, right? Britt Baker's had stories with Big Swole, Thunder Rosa. She's been the drama queen. This match is where it all combines. It all comes together. Yes. Yes, yes. It's time. New champion. Britt Baker, uh, DMD. And the crowd's going to pop huge for it. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah. The crowd's going to pop huge for it. And this is going to be full capacity, too, I think. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this will be good. I think this will be really good. Um, Hikaru Shida will not be going down without a fight. But, she'll be going down. Yeah, going all the way down on that one, buddy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> push it forward, man. Uh, our second of four championship matches for the TNT Championship. We've got Miro taking on Lance Archer. And still. And still <laughs> champion Miro. Miro's going to have that championship for a long time. It's going to be a fucking banger, though. They're going to fight. Let them fight. They're going to fight. Um, I don't know what... Lance Archer and Brian Cage are damn near interchangeable to me. Oh, yeah, 100%. They both lost to Moxley in their championship reigns. They both lost to, I believe, Darby Allen. Like, And they just both seem a little directionless. Like, Lance Archer doesn't know if he's heel or babyface each week. He wanted to fight Sting, and now he respects Sting. Like, yeah. Um, but Miro is Miro. And I believe in Miro. Yeah. More than I ever have. Yeah, dude, it's dangerous. Yeah, very much so. Uh, I'm seeing game over for Lance Archer. Not a lot to add to that, but yeah. I mean, it's his first. It's his first defense too. Um, I know it's old wrestling logic. People don't just lose their first defense. It's very rare when it happens, unless you're Sasha Banks. But it's just it just you know. Hey. Uh, yeah, I see Mira holding on this belt for a long time, a long time on the way up to. Uh, ooh, listen, I can see him being AW champion in a year or so, a year and change. You know what I'm saying? Give it a little time, but. 
Mark that. Episode 115, a year from now. Go check go, go check us out. Um, so, new champ. Or sorry, and still champ. Sorry. Uh, moving on, our third of four tag team matches. Sorry, our third of four championship matches. I'm tongue-tied. I'm excited. Our third of four championship matches for the AEW Tag Team Championship. The Young Bucks taking on John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. This is the one match that even if I'm not even if I'm not all the way confident with my picks, this is the one match I have not chosen. I got my picks for all the other ones. I don't have this one chosen at all. How how you feel about it, man? Talk me through it. Man, the Bucks, man. They gotta lose. They gotta lose yeah. this one. Yeah? Yeah. They just been they've been too dickish. Lately, I feel that you know, and and Eddie Kingston and John Moxley—they've seen it. They've seen it all. I feel they've that. Seen what these the fuckers have been doing these past couple weeks, and right. the slick tricks they've been trying to do with the with the icy spray and shit. And, Hate slick tricks. Yeah, and I I think it's I think they're gonna lose. That's such a feel good moment, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Damn, it's such a feel good moment. Um. And, and, I mean, they'll give the Bucks a reason to cry. You know, they're gonna cry in a the car. They'll cry in a car even if they win. Like, it, like <laughs> it'll just give them something else to do to like bitch about. Yeah. Now, now that they're full blown heels. Yeah. True. This is tough. I would love that feel good moment of Moxley and Kingston being tag champs. Like, it's there for the taking, right? Because, like, I mean, like, and one of the reasons I'm thinking that Sting is going to lose, not uh-huh. to backtrack, yeah. is because it's full capacity. Because it's full capacity. Yes. Everybody's going to think Sting, Sting and Darby's going to win. Yeah. Not, and so, in return, not, you get like, the... Just like WrestleMania 30. Yeah. Still have dreams you know about that. <laughs> Still have dreams. Um, so, you think, in return, we get the full capacity, good, feel-good moment of the Bucks losing. Mm. I know everybody loves the Bucks, but I know I know everybody's too. I, they gotta be like, I'm kind of tired of it. <laughs> um, they won the titles at Full Gear, right against uh, FTR. Yep. <sighs> so let's see. There are a lot of tag teams in AEW. Um, well, except for SCU. There's the Acclaimed. I don't really like them. Private Party, they working their way up. Um, Sting and Darby Allen is a tag team. That's what I think is going to happen next. You know, maybe yeah, Sting and Allen versus versus the winners of uh, so Sting and Darby Allen versus Moxley and Kingston. No, I mean like, well, no, 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 no. I think that Sting and Darby will be a tag team. Got you, got you, got you, got you. Because um, I can see on one hand, I can see Sting and Darby versus the Young Bucks. But I could also see Moxley and Kingston versus FTR. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's tough. I, you know, I don't know. Um, but you know what? I'm gonna go with a little bit of comeuppance. They tried to blow that man up, both of those guys up. Um, injuries on injuries, and yeah, you know, what? I'm gonna go with new champs. I'm gonna go with new tag champs too. The feel-good story of John Moxley and Eddie Kingston putting their relationship fully, fully back together, and uh, 
new champions as a result of, I don't know how they lose the belts, you know, who, who would beat them, um, but I'm gonna roll with that, I'm gonna roll, Moxie and Kingston, um, mm, we got two matches left, my guy, let's go with this one, if the inner circle lose, they have to disband forever, it is, Stadium Stampede Part 2, the Inner Circle versus the Pinnacle. Uh, uh, they're going to lose. Oh, you think it's a wrap for the Inner Circle? It's a wrap for the Inner Circle. You think it's a sweep? Uh, I think it is, man. Yeah. I love the Inner Circle. I, I loved them as heels and I loved them as faces. Right. You know, but I, is Chris Jericho like legit injured? He is actually, yeah. See, I mean, with this match, this type of match, mm. like, we lost last year's Stadium Stampede. It was fucking wild. Yes, it was. Damn sure it was. <laughs> and now they're going to have fans up in there. Well, supposed to. Mm-hmm. I mean, fuck. Yeah. They, I, feel, I honestly feel like they want to get MJF as much hate as they can. Hate, 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 hate. I hate y'all. I don't even know, and I hate your guts. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. You know, the Inner Circle is a vehicle for, above all else, I think Sammy Guevara to come out as as, as the, the new star. Um, you know, Jake Hager, I mean, he's a recognizable name. Santana Ortiz is a recognizable in their own name. Uh, Chris Jericho is Chris Jericho. I think this is the biggest vehicle for Sammy Guevara to really be the man. I'm just like, uh, is it time, right? Because if they win, clearly this thing with the pinnacle isn't over. And if they win as well, like, there's not a lot of, I'm trying to think of like babyface factions over history. There hasn't been any. Yeah, like DX, but only because like they tur- they got turned to babyface by the crowd. I can't th- like all I don't the. Think there's any turn in MJF. No, they don't. No, he's a bastard for life. Yeah, he's a bastard for life. Um, New Day, the crowd kind of turned him. I wouldn't. Is a faction? Are they a faction? New Day. Is four and up a faction, or are they just a trio? It's just a trio. Yeah. Four and up is a faction, right? But then again, the NWO, I say, is a faction. Hogan Hall and Nash, when they first started. Yeah, but I feel like it was different back then. It was different. They they weren't an interchangeable tag team. I think that's what it is with New Day. New Day was such an interchangeable tag team because they made themselves that way that they were a trio. But what about the Fabulous Freebirds? They were, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. It's just just time, like, just... Where you're at in time. I mean, you know, I like, I mean, like, cause NWO, I mean, they added, they added a shitload of people. Yeah, they did. They did. And even now, there's Team Taz, there's Matt Hardy's family, um, all heels, all heels. There's the, um, QT Marshall. Um, and even on the babyface side, it's, you know, Moxie and Kingston, Jurassic Express, um, what, 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 what? Varsity, Varsity Blondes, yeah, those are the old tag teams. There really are no babyface factions. Wow, I am at a crossroads. 
it's just not as fun. Yeah, because the the idea of okay. like linking up together to cause havoc that's just such a heel thing to do. Yeah, and like I'm like even like you go to like movies, you know, like you never have like a like a big old group of good guys. You got like two good guys, right? Versus like two. 20 bad motherfuckers. Because even the Expendables was a bunch of, like, washed-up motherfuckers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you got, like, the Fast and Furious crew, but, like, eh. Yeah, like, that, that, yeah. that don't count. Yeah, right. I got to salute them for giving us the heel turn that Vince McMahon could never do with John Cena. <laughs> hey. How fast now I got bigger balls than Vince McMahon? Um, this is tough. This is really tough. Um, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Inner Circle lost Stadium San last year, right? Yep. I don't think this is done. Oh, no. I don't know. I just I don't know what else they could do unless they do a goddamn five on five elimination match. Uh, we clearly have to get one more Chris Jericho MJF match. Maybe this goes to a no contest. Would they all die? Yeah. yeah they, all, <laughs> they all blow up or something? Uh, they all take that fiend mallet to the face? <laughs> I didn't mean to say that while you were drinking. My bad. Um... I don't know why. Let's say I'm going to go with Sean Spears getting pinned. Because Wardlow is the muscle. MJF is the leader. And FTR the tag team. So I'm going to go with Sean Spears taking the L. The inner circle lives on. Ah, I'm not confident though. But I already said it. I said it out loud. I think we get that feel-good moment um, in front of the crowd, which makes me question one of my other picks. Uh, Yeah, I got too many feel-good moments for the crowd. I've got way too many. But then again, it's a wrestling show, and it's new fan. I don't know. I'm here. I'm here now. Whatever. I don't know. Whatever. Celebrations? Maybe not. Anyway, for the AEW World Championship, it's a three-way dance. The champion, Kenny Omega, taking on Pac, taking on Orange Cassidy. Talk to me, dog. Uh, well, I mean, you ought to add the Good Brothers in there, too. Yeah. You be out. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, this is going to be a fucking absolute... This is... I mean, I'm... Is this going to be match of the night? You know, I'm leaning. To, I'm looking at the card. I'm leaning toward yes, but it also has the potential to be a big overbooked mess if they don't do it right. Because you talked about the Good Brothers, but there's also the Best Friends, and there's also Death Triangle. Fuck, I didn't even think about that. Right? So there's so much I can get involved um, let me ask, and, and so they all cancel each other out. So it's a matter of how soon they get involved and when they get involved. Let me ask this though: 
Would you have preferred this have been a one-on-one match? Is there are they, are they doing too much here? And if you would have preferred it, what match would you have preferred? Um, I think this is the safest way they could go with. Honestly, I mean, it, if they didn't have, if they didn't each have two other guys on their side, yeah, it would a hundred percent been the best way it could go. Got you. But hope I mean hopefully nobody gets involved and it stays on stays just triple threat match. But yeah. I mean and we never know. We, it might because this is actually the first triple threat match we've fucking had in AEW. This is true. Yes, it is. So they might do it hundred percent different over there, which I'd be fine with. Keep it straight up. Yeah. I mean yeah. why not? I mean you know Don's gonna be out there, but he will. But either even even after that, I mean Don and fuck I mean not Don, but uh, Pac and Cassidy. They could fucking run him up out of there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Real quick. <laughs> get it going. You True know? enough. True enough. Um, I'm not sure that I would have preferred a one-on-one match. I did like the tease between Kenny and Orange Cassidy. Um, and I think you could have built a lot of emotional currency off that match. Cause Orange Cassidy is just that, that underdog who can go. Um, and on the flip side, I'm always down for Kenny versus Pac. Oh, yeah. Always down for that. But this way, I mean, you know, with the three-way match, you get, I mean, you could draw this out. You can still get the Kenny and Orange Cassidy match. You still get the the uh, Kenny versus Pac match. You can still get another Orange Cassidy versus Pac match. They didn't have a definitive winner from before, and they clearly have history from Revolution last year, um, which was a sleeper, super sleeper of a match. Um so this, yeah, this option, yeah, it gives you the most options to create from later on. So I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Um, I think we agree based on kind of how we talked earlier about how you see this going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And still. And still. Um, who takes the pin? That is the hard part. Who takes the pin? Um, Pac doesn't take a lot of pins. Yeah, give a fuck. You know, and he's the most. Yeah, Pac doesn't take a lot of pins. Orange Cassidy just his cool and the way he presents himself. He can he can sustain it a little more. Um, ah man, that's really tough. Because I want to see both of those matches one on one, right? And so if we go with like wrestling triple that three way dance logic, like. There's the guy who didn't get pinned. So it's like, yo, you didn't beat me, MF. Let's get it. Um, That's really tough. Uh, So I'm not going to answer. Kenny. (laughs) I'll just say Pac because it's more unexpected. And a Kenny versus Orange Cassidy match is a little more. It hasn't been seen. So you can kind of create that drama there. Uh, but yeah, go with, go with Kenny. I'm like, and I'm not, I'm not gonna put this up to like a WrestleMania caliber main. Of, I mean, pay per view. He's not gonna pin both of them. Nah, nah, nah. No, no, no. no. <laughs> like what I'm saying is like, let's see how long they drag this out for on AEW because we know how long the other team's been dragging this shit out since WrestleMania. Oh, the the subsequent feuds. Yes. Got you. 
Got you, got you, got you. And that's the benefit of not having a pay-per-view every month. Oh, 100%. Right? Yeah. Four pay-per-views a year and then build up. But there's always that one big dynamite in between, right? That halfway point to to building up the building up the pay-per-views. So we're going to get a huge match before All Out. Oh, yeah. Uh, I would say Kenny versus whoever doesn't get pinned. There'll be a huge match. On dynamite, um, you know, leading up to that, um, and then, you know, Hangman versus Kenny. If you know, if we, if the predictions are predicted, um, or or no, shit, we just forgot. There's the Casino Battle Royale. Shit, yeah. So maybe you know the winner of that they get that match during the big the big dynamite episode. Um, and these two peel off and do something else. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we get a best friends versus death triangle feud. Uh, so, yeah, there, there are a lot of options here. A lot of options here. Um, but, yeah, the common denominator is that Kenny Omega moves on as a and still champion. I see him having a title for a long time, too. Outside of even just the AAA impact stuff. just I just see him having it for a while. I don't see him losing any of those titles, bruh. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's actually. I think that's good for each, all three different promotions. Really? Okay. Tell me. Yeah. Hell yeah. Because he's on. I mean, he's on three different shows. Yeah. I mean, he's on three different channels. Right. Right. I don't know anything about AAA, so I can't really speak to them. I don't either. Yeah. I I don't. But the main draw is AEW. Right, and that's the thing. It, the main draw is AEW. He's an AEW contracted wrestler. I just, I don't know how much he's actually doing for Impact. Like I haven't I haven't looked at the numbers of it all. If, if ratings have spiked, I know I know what was it? Sacrifice was one of the more uh, one of the more purchased pay per views of Impact in a while. Uh, but as far as the sustain it, as far as how it's sustained, I don't know how much of a bump he's I adding. Know. Really good too. That Rick Swan Kenny match. Yeah, I didn't get to watch it. I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah. Um. So I'll, yeah, I'll put that in the uh, the Daily Motion machine and get that shaking. Um. But yeah, I'm not sure how much it's adding to the product because not that they're an afterthought, but to the fans, they might be an afterthought. Yeah, I mean, no, I agree with you. But yeah. like, when's the last time any wrestling promotion is fucking cross-promoted right 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 which is where the fun is yeah you yeah. know it's like we might as well see what it does and yeah i'm with it even if it does just a little bit fuck it yeah a little bit is more than nothing at all yeah you know what i'm saying i feel that i feel that my guy we have run through it all aw double or nothing how you feel about it that shit. we did right now, is that a testament to us? Is it a testament to how they've built these cards? Is everything just so definitive, or what do you think? I, I mean, this is going to sound weird, but it, it's some shit that we haven't seen for three months in a row. What's you that? Know? We haven't seen the same matches every three months. True, true. They don't have that same parity in their booking the same way, right? Yeah, and then the fact that they only have four... Oh, oh shit. Four pay per views a year, right? That helps out big time. They are the kind of the, uh, and of course, I mean, we're just predicting things. We don't exactly know how to go, but um, 
it's it's the old adamage. You know, a lot of people say that they don't like predictability. I I mean, it's wrestling. If you can follow a storyline, you can kind of kind of put some of these things together. I have no problem with any kind of predictability. Um, the journey and how we get to that end result is what counts the most, right? We like Kofi Kingston had to beat Daniel Bryan, but we had to get to the match. You know what I'm saying? Um, to to ride that emotional roller coaster. So maybe a lot of these, yeah. I would like you know I was pretty pretty steadfast on, on most of my picks. I can see some going another way, but fuck it, you know. The uh, oh, pretty good. Yeah, the journey. The journey is important. The journey is important. So, AW. That is the plan. Are you gonna be able to watch live? That's okay, the plan. Man. Yep, that is the plan. Um, I got nothing Saturday, nothing Sunday. Going to just kick it, man. Uh, and try to try to enjoy, and and uh, as long as my stream works. I will enjoy. So, ladies and gentlemen, y'all stay tuned on uh, the the Twitter page and Instagram page for live coverage and whatnot. But uh, speaking of Big Ren, let me know how they can reach you on the social media, as my guy. Got it, Migo. <clears throat> you guys can follow me both on on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at a motherfucker a underscore m a a f h u c k a. I'm also on Snapchat at Moft Up 316 M A A F F H H D U P 316. Fucking check it out, y'all. No doubt. Hit me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvi Desayuno. That's J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Check out the show page. Me and Big Ren on the show page at. The hard camera. Who would have thunk it? On both Twitter and the Instagrams, live coverage, live whatnot, here to forth, etc. Things of that nature. But above all else, you listen to us on a variety of different platforms. Some are listening on Spotify, some are listening on Anchor, some are listening on Google Podcasts, some are listening on Breaker, and some, a select few, are listening on Radio Public. Wherever you're listening, heartwarming content, heart building content, content that always goes double or nothing. Content that will hopefully help us pay our bills. We're gonna be back next week, y'all, with a recap of AEW's Double or Nothing. We got a full, full June coming up. We got takeovers. We got money. No, not money in the bank. Hell in a cell. We got so much coming up, man. Stick with us. Uh, the summer's about to begin, and we're gonna be there uh, with y'all week by week, piece by piece. But until next time. We will see y'all next time. Adios, amigos. (sighs) Salute.